From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Lawmakers in the GOP-controlled Ohio House have voted to remove former Speaker Larry Householder from the chamber, ousting the former leader in a 75-21 to 21 vote this afternoon. After mounting a political comeback to lead the House, Householder leaves the chamber under a cloud of a federal indictment related to the state's largest-ever bribery scheme, a $60 million plot that was aimed at placing Householder in the Speaker position to ensure the passage of a nuclear bailout bill. Householder has maintained his innocence throughout the process, including during two hours of testimony yesterday. Current Speaker Bob Cup had urged Householder to resign and was vocal in his support of the resolution that has successfully expelled Householder from the House. Black members of the state legislature are calling on their colleagues at the state house to pass legislation that would make Juneteenth a paid holiday in Ohio. ONN's Dave James reports. Juneteenth is a holiday celebrating the emancipation of those who had been enslaved in the U.S. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate unanimously passed a resolution establishing June 19th as Juneteenth National Independence Day. The measure moves on to the House. Akron Democratic State Representative Amelia Strong Sykes is the president of the Ohio Legislative Black Caucus. We ask our colleagues to consider the people that we represent and to allow them to be heard. We are a part of Ohio history. We are a part of American history. Dave James, I went in news. President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin held diplomatic talks in Geneva today. Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman says the president needs to be forceful in these talks. By the sense that Russia is testing the new administration, and I think President Biden needs to be very firm that the United States will stand with these allies. Portman says Russia is flexing its muscles against some Eastern European nations. They're not NATO members, that's true, but they are all countries that have looked to the West and embraced the, the West. We need to be sure and stand with them and protect the basic human rights and democracy and freedoms that they seek for, for their people. Lawmakers yesterday advanced a bill that would stiffen penalties related to hazing injuries and deaths at Ohio colleges and universities. More from Andrew Kinsey. And the Senate lawmakers voted unanimously to send Collins' law to the Rules and Reference Committee. That bill is designed to stiffen the penalties for hazing from a misdemeanor to a felony, depending on the circumstances. It's named after Colin Wyant, an Ohio University student who died in 2018 because of hazing. That bill introduced last year but stalled, so we'll keep a close eye on it to see where it goes from here. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Greek life has been suspended at Bowling Green State University since a death tied to an alleged hazing incident months ago, but several national fraternities say they're unhappy about it. Amy Steigerwald explains. Spring recruitment could not happen at either fraternities or sororities, and because of that, three national fraternities are exploring the possibility of legal action against Bowling Green State University. A letter sent to the university from a firm representing Alpha Sigma Phi, Alpha Ta Omega and Theta Chi fraternities states the suspension of Greek life activities is unfairly targeting all fraternities and sororities on campus and violates their First Amendment rights. Amy Stagerwald at Bowling Green State University. Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus this morning released a five-year, multi-billion-dollar plan for improving their facilities and patient care. Molly Brewer has the details. The hospital calls it a $3 billion commitment aimed at transforming health outcomes for children locally and around the world. New facilities will include an inpatient hospital tower mirroring the existing 12-story tower. There will also be a new orthopedics and surgery center, and the hospital will launch a new fetal medicine program 
and building several new health care and research facilities. So where does the money come from? The hospital says it'll be financed by philanthropy, operations, and debt funding. I'm Molly Brewer. The head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes addressed the Ohio House yesterday on a bill that would allow college athletes to profit off of their name, image, or likeness. Dom DeBerry reports. Buckeye football coach Ryan Day testifying in favor of a bill that would allow college athletes to make money off their name, image, and likeness. The bill made it out of the Senate subcommittee with a unanimous vote. State needs to enact a measure allowing student athletes within our borders to benefit in the same manner as athletes in other parts of the country. Our athletes should, and under this proposal, will be able to receive financial benefits from the name, image, likeness without jeopardizing their amateur and or student athletes status. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. The state will announce the fourth pair of Ohio Vaximillion winners this evening, even as the bump from the incentive program fades and vaccination numbers remain stagnant. Dave James explains. More than 3.4 million Ohioans entered their names for a shot at the million dollars, up a little from the 3.3 million who had registered by last week's drawing. More than 150,000 kids aged 12 to 17 entered their names for the scholarship, up from just over 133,000 last week. Governor Mike DeWine's May 12th announcement of the lottery led to a 43% boost in state vaccination numbers over the previous week, but numbers of vaccinations have dropped since then. Dave James, in News. The final two winners will be announced next Wednesday. The number of passengers each day at the airport in Cleveland is quickly rebounding. Marissa Sines reports. According to the city of Cleveland, the airport is averaging more than 12,000 passengers. That's compared to the 314 passengers in April 2020. As more people begin traveling again, all eyes are on the airline industry. Andrew Thomas is a transportation expert and professor of international business at the University of Akron. It's going to be a rough summer. He says the industry expected business to bounce back, but not this fast. Uh, Almost every flight you're taking domestically now, uh, they're bumping people to add flight crews, to add planes. That takes time. I'm Marissa Signs. And the American Red Cross says they're dealing with critical blood shortages. More from January Keaton. A blood shortage is gripping the nation and donors are desperately needed. Right now, there's only a half day's supply of type O blood left in northern Ohio. Over the past three months, Red Cross, who supplies 40% of the nation's blood, has seen a 10% uptick in the number of units hospitals are requesting, compared to the same time frame in 2019. Every two seconds, someone in the nation needs blood or platelets. The blood shortage, yet another trickle-down effect of COVID. I'm January Keaton. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.